0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
1: to make the switch today. Yeah, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday coming up, but then it's Speed Weeks at Daytona Motorsports. Fans, wait all winter for this, and uh, a lot of great activity down, and one of these years, I'm going to get to a Daytona 500. I'm jealous this guy's been to a bunch of them. Jordan Bianchi covers motorsports for The Athletic. Jordan, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well.
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Always a pleasure. And, yeah, we need to get to Daytona, man. We'll give you the Royal oh, Tour when we get
1: in there. Yeah, I, I, I would just absolutely love it. Uh, I've been to shows in Phoenix, and that's really cool. But but i got to get to the 500. I, I've never yeah, been but- to a super speedway.
2: It's unlike anything because you know they're going by at two hundred miles an hour in a large thirty forty car pack, and they're blown by it. I mean, it's just it's a great. I mean, it's one of those things that kind of transcends sports, right? Like you know, Kentucky yeah. Derby, Super Bowl. Like even if you're not a, a fan of that sport, you just being there and taking electricity and what it's about is an experience unlike any other.
1: Yeah, and no doubt in in the roar, and I even felt that at, at Phoenix. You know when when they get the green, you know, coming out of a caution and fire it up. That that's that's pretty cool. And I think another thing you you don't get on television, and I think over the years they've done a phenomenal job televising this sport and capturing what it's all about. But it's still not like being there and mm-hmm. seeing the pit crews in action. When you're there live, when a car comes into the pits and these guys fly over the wall (laughs) and are changing Ford tires and filling it with fuel, and as quick as they do that, it is mind-boggling live in person.
2: It is. You know, the best comparison i can make is hockey like watching hockey TV yep, on tv on is, is great and fantastic but seeing it in person and seeing the speed and that everything is unfolds in front of you 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 then you have another appreciation for it and racing you know nascar is really one of those sports the sights the sounds the smells of actually being at the track and i say to anyone if you've never been to a race before you go to a race you're going to walk away you may not become like a diehard fan but you're yep. going to walk away with appreciation for it that you maybe didn't have before
1: by the way, Jordan Bianchi joining us from the Athletic. He covers motorsports on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Speed week's coming up, but let's go back in time to the Coliseum and the Clash. I know they were fighting the weather. They ended up doing the show on a Saturday night, trying to get it in before all the storms. Your thoughts on this year's Clash?
2: Um, it was it was interesting. I mean, it was an unprecedented move by NASCAR to move it up a full day. I mean, it's never been done in their in their modern era. But you look at the forecast and when we were there, and it was like heavy storms Sunday, Monday, into Tuesday, and maybe even Wednesday, and you're thinking, how is this going to happen? They, think they can't wait in town on the West Coast. We've um, got to be on the East Coast in, in a week and a half. And it's just you look at the logistics of it, you look at the weather forecast, um, the fact that emergency service personnel were probably going to have to be dispersed elsewhere within the community, which yeah. they were, um, it just didn't make sense. And moving it to Saturday night, it wasn't ideal. It was you know—it was a last-minute thing. It fell off a of network TV. It went to cable all of those things. But at the end of the day, you didn't have a choice. It was like either you race Saturday night or you don't race at all. Um, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, and it's probably you know it, it's probably going to be the last race in the Coliseum, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, and it's unfortunate that was kind of how it went, but again, they didn't have a choice.
1: Yeah, and you can't do much about the weather; that is for sure. And we'll see it from time to time throughout the season. That you know, there, there's just going to be yeah. weather events, and hopefully, the weather is good for speed weeks down at Daytona. What happens to the Clash? What are your thoughts? Where is this going to end up?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, and it's kind of, I mean, it's very much up in the air. I know what NASCAR would like to do. I mean, they would like to keep it as a unique kind of standalone event in a market that is un- underserved or never, never been to before, um, i.e., like maybe a race in Mexico, for example. Um, but that's you know, that's it's hard to do. It's not easy to do and pull it off. And the race is gonna, you know, the the logistics of the race dictate that it's going to basically be in early February the weekend before the Super Bowl well you look at the, the, the you look at the time of year there's not many places you can race in and that that's the problem and so if you can get into Mexico and race there somewhere, oh, awesome. Yeah. That that would check a lot of boxes. Um, but if you can't, then what? Does it go back to Daytona for a year? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a fallback option. Um, certainly, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this, though, because you, the NASCARs kind of set the standard with the Coliseum, of making this a unique event in a unique location. So, um, to keep that momentum going forward, uh, good luck, because it, it's not going to be easy to do.
1: Yeah, and they, they pumped a lot of money into that show at the Coliseum, that is for sure. Uh, by the way, Denny Hamlin took the checkered flag. Let's get on to speed weeks. Uh, you, you got qualifying, uh, you've got the duels, and then ultimately the Daytona 500 uh, a week from Sunday. And once again, we keep our fingers crossed that the weather's going to be good and they'll be able to get all of this in. But it, it is a huge week for the sport. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: It
2: is. I mean, it's it, it's it's cliche, and it's been said all the time. It is NASCAR Super Bowl, and the unique thing about it is it's also the first race of the year. Right. Um, it's also one of the races, because it's the super speedway, it's a great unknown. It, is, it feels like it is very much a race that... You know, 30 different guys could win and it's, it's fascinating to watch, but it is exciting. And it's, it's again, it's kind of go back to the earlier conversation. It's one of those races that casual fans know and recognize it is the most watched race in the United States every year. And there's a reason for that. Um, it's a tradition and it has become significant and it's going to be interesting to see if this race is the launching pad that nascar wants it to be coming off of an off season where they've got this new netflix show and they're trying to you know it's kind of replicating formula one's popularity in some degree yeah. and there's a lot of buzz about it right now so we're going to see if there's any uh, impact from that as well
1: yeah we we continue to see some legendary drivers step away kevin harvick to the booth um and that's about Denny Hamlin once again won the clash he he, he's still a big name and uh still running very well but nevertheless it is about building the young stars and continuing to build those brands and get people excited about the new drivers as these very popular veterans continue to step away
2: it is I mean it's your kind of this transition thing. We've seen a lot of veterans and name drivers step away over the last few years. Kevin Harvick's now the most recent. Um, yeah. Danny Hamlin's, you know, let's be honest, he's closer to the end of his career than the beginning of his career, though it doesn't It doesn't seem like he's going to go away in the next couple of years. Um, but you, you do have a lot of young guys emerging. You've had Chase Elliott. You've got Ryan Blaney, who won the cup championship last year. Um, you've got guys like a Tyler Reddick, who drives for Michael Jordan's team. You've got a Bubba Wallace, I and mean, you do have – this cross sector of young drivers coming in who it's their job now to carry it forward. And, and I will say that the, the era, this era of NASCAR is probably the most competitive or one of the most competitive um, in history just because it is, there are legit, you know, 20 to a guys that can win on a given week. And you look at the guys racing for the 16 playoff spots, and, you know, last year Chase Elliott didn't make it. And it's every year you, you always got one or two big names that don't make it. it it's really, really tough. But, you know, the, the big question that NASCAR needs, and we have talked about this a lot, is NASCAR needs that big name crossover star driver who, you know, non-fans even recognize, like a Jeff Gordon or a Dale Earnhardt Jr.
1: Yeah, and and they're waiting for that. Certainly among motorsports fans, Chase Elliott has kind of grabbed that and moved forward, popular driver year mm-hmm. in and year out. But, you know, taking it to the next level and, you know, having him bounce back, get into the playoffs uh, w- would certainly be big. Before I let you go, Jordan, uh, going into speed weeks in this season, what are a couple of storylines you're looking at?
2: Yeah, I mean, one is you know it's it kind of centers around Tony Stewart's team, um, Stewart Haas Racing and, and Tony and, and that team and they have just had their struggles the last few years and that team is really in need of a bounce back. A lot of questions about them and what direction they're headed in and their future and everything. Um, they lose Kevin Harvick. Uh, that is team of team very much in transition right now. What can they do? Um, the other thing we talked about is you know this Netflix show that that is out there now. Is it going to give NASCAR the jolt like it did um, for Drive to Survive when Formula One had its show. And those are really the two big things. And then a continued um, emergence of the young drivers, whether it's a Chase winning a second championship or Ryan Blaney winning a second championship or one of NASCAR's other young drivers uh, emerging and kind of taking the uh, bull by the
1: horns. Yeah. And, by the way, motorsports fans here in the upper Midwest, a couple of great opportunities to uh, see NASCAR, that's for sure. Iowa Speedway, June yeah. 16th. Um, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to try and work the schedule to get down there. <laughs> I, I might jump in on tickets early. I, I really want to see a show down there at Iowa.
2: It's a fantastic track. It's about a four, hour, four and a four-and-a-half-hour drive yeah. down from, from the Twin Cities. It's a really easy drive right down 35 um, it's a great race track, and it's really great to see that market get a race because there's some great race fans in the Upper Midwest. Um, it, there's a lot of excitement. I was one of those tracks that really sent it open, you know, 15 years ago or so drivers in the industry have been clamoring, like, get Iowa on the schedule. Get Iowa on the schedule. Why isn't Iowa on the schedule? Well, it's on the schedule, and the tickets are going to go, and it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fun. It's going to be Father's Day weekend, so it's going to be a good time, and it's going to be fun to see a lot of people come down from the Twin Cities and check that out.
1: And, by the way, another chance for Upper Midwest Motorsports fans, Sunday, July 7th, the Grand Park 165 NASCAR back in Chicago, right there in the heart of the loop. Hopefully the weather's better. <laughs> it can't be any yeah. worse than <laughs> right, That's I know. All right, Jordan, good to visit with you, man. Uh, appreciate your coverage at The Athletic, and hopefully we can do it again.
2: Absolutely, Steve. Great talking to you, and we'll talk down the road. All
1: right, there he is, Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic, covers motorsports speed weeks at Daytona.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.